Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody. Episode 20 of Life Over Par. 20. Wow. Wow, right? Wow. What a milestone. I think it's pretty fair to say this episode will have the least amount of golf in it of any episode (laughs) that we've done so far. I think that's pretty fair. But if you want to hear some funny stories and have, have a few laughs, I think maybe keep listening. Keep listening. Our guest this week... He's a fellow 2008 Claire grad. He is one of the best self-taught guitar players that I know. I think that's pretty fair to say. He is, he's funny enough that we need to make a Facebook page to keep record of his quotes. (laughs) I'm sure he's not shy to tell you he knows his way around a piece of meat. Welcome to the podcast, Thad Rieger. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, that's an intro. Yeah. Someone, someone should probably elaborate on the piece of meat. I think we will here. Kyle, <laughs> you're videoing it again. Thank you very much. Kevin, mm-hmm. live yep. in the studio with me. Thank you. What's up? Um, <clears throat> we're going to start this, Thad, like we always do. Again, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, as you guys... Uh, mentioned earlier i do know my way around a piece of meat uh <laughs> just cut it right there just cut it <laughs> that's it boys that's a wrap make sure you stay in the mic we uh yeah i'm a i'm a butcher by trade and uh well butcher and farmer by trade so i've uh i've dealt in meat my whole life you could say handled it nurtured it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kept it alive and strong okay and then ended it <laughs> right. start start to finish yeah. he's a full service guy he's a man full service so last week we had our difficulties um i really enjoyed the text you sent me after you just told me finally that you wouldn't be able to make it for the week you were like are you mad at me <laughs> like it were you were really worried that i was just not happy with you but we're good yeah we're you good. know it's like, uh, it's, uh, you know, a lot of times when you have a celebrity on, you got to deal with a lot of the <laughs> bureaucratical stuff. Yeah. And that was the case. We had, uh, yeah. we had some problems with the USDA at the plant and, uh, had a lot of hoops to jump through dealing with the feds. So got it all sorted out. Here I am. <laughs> the feds, huh? Yeah. The best part is you, you are a three mile walk from, or three minute walk from here. Oh, I'd say less than that. It was like a. It was like a 14-second drive. I <laughs> typed it into my GPS, and it automatically assumed I was going to walk. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you, GPS. So you mentioned you you had your difficulties with the feds. I'm guessing you don't want to get into that anymore. Yeah, it's not all resolved right now, so I won't I won't really get into it. But, okay. But, I mean, we're back. We're we're up running good. We're uh, things, are, things are all right right now, but... Okay. Yeah, that's all. I'm, that's all I want to say about that. 
<laughs> okay. I, uh, I want to jump into a, a listener question right off the oh, bat here because it has uh, kind of a meat question for you. Uh, Wyman, he wants to know how difficult is it to dry age beef and does it really taste any better? Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's not really difficult to just let meat sit. <laughs> it's, it's arguably easier than it is to cut yeah. the meat. <laughs> Idiot. Okay. <laughs> and... I don't know. Better is kind of a, a subjective thing, I guess. It's more flavorful as the as the meat ages. It it evaporates some of the water out of it, so it intensifies the flavor. So if you're like into into the beefy flavor of of beef, then you'll like you'll like dry aged meat better, probably. Okay. Okay. I got, Good question. Though I got one more meat related here. Uh, it says, "What is your favorite cut of meat that not a lot of people know about?" The Merlot steak. Explain. No doubt. It's a, it's a, it is a very, you'll, you won't ever find it at a grocery store probably, but it's uh it comes out of the, the hind quarter out of the back leg. It's actually the heel muscle. Um, you break it down into some, some smaller muscles. It kind of, I don't know if you've ever seen a flank steak. It's mm-hmm. kind of looks like a, like a dinner plate kind of a little bit smaller, but if, if you cook it not too well done, super tender, super flavorful, probably, uh, Probably one of the top five steaks I've ever eaten was a Merlot steak. Merlot steak, okay. Yeah. Give a try, I'll cut yeah. one up for you sometime. All right, Drake, thank you for that question. Uh, a little little knowledge here. I did not know this until last night, actually. There is actually competitive meat judging. I didn't know this. There is. There Texas is. Tech has won its 15th meat judging championship, national champions. Uh, for the last five years, they've won. So, what is what is meat judging? Explain. <laughs> so, I actually, when I was at, I went to college at the University of Wyoming, where they have a meat judging team, and uh, I was <laughs> Kyle. You find humor in this? <laughs> yeah, keep it together, Kyle. <laughs> keep it together, Sorry. Kyle. Some people think golf's stupid, you know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say it's stupid. <laughs> Anyways, but. they. Uh, yeah, so I, I took the class, the meat judging class, and uh, was kind of, I went to the practices to get on the team. Wasn't really real keen on traveling to like Texas Panhandle for my last semester of my senior year. So I didn't, I didn't go travel with the team, but uh, pretty much what they do is they'll, they'll line up, say, four carcasses, and then you will, as a meat judger, kind of place them in order of, how you think they would, I guess, grade as you could, you could say like that. So yeah. like, let's say you had one that was like some dirty old cull cow, some, some milk cow that was about 13 years old or something <laughs> like that. Just looks like holy hell. And, uh, you're like, that bitch is dead last. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. And then you got to write, you got to write what they call reasons as to like why you place them in certain, in a certain order. And you'll be like, I placed this cull cow last because she was a shitty piece of meat. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I mean, it's, it's, and if it's like overly fat, you could say that, uh, if this was processed in the industry, you would have to trim off all this fat and it would yield really low because you would throw all this fat away. So you'd only end up with 25% right. of the total weight as finished retail cuts and okay. a simple way of saying it. But yeah, they, that's a big deal. In yeah, Texas. Where, do, where do these pl- they take place? They, uh, like the competitions. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, like, usually take place at in either a barn or a in a stadium. 
You say in a barn? A barn or a stadium? I don't know. <laughs> they just lay all these T-bone steaks down. Yeah. In the barn, yeah. <laughs> down in the hay. In a, in a butcher shop? I don't know. Yeah, so a lot of the universities have a have like butcher facilities. You know, they got to do research on on meat and stuff like that. So they'll have like meat science programs and they might have like a slaughterhouse built onto a building at the university. Sometimes they take place at the, uh, at like a, uh, industrial slaughterhouse that's in the area. Like the Texas ones, I think they do that. They do that, but yeah, they're usually like in an actual butcher shop. No, do they do more than just beef? Is there? Yeah, I think they do, they do like lambs and they do pork and they'll do, like not full carcasses, but they'll do like, uh, say like ribs and loins and different cuts and stuff like that. They've got, they've got um, meat specifications, which is a competition where you like you look for defects okay. and the way things are cut. Like if somebody like at the plant put a big old score in the uh, in a cut of meat or something like a big old like cut way too deep with their knife, mm -hmm. that's like a defect. And like you look at it and you're like, there's three things wrong with this steak, kind of. So is this, I'm thinking of a movie right now where they're talking about milk and they're like judging that. I'm like, what's wrong? Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite, that's it. So it's kind of like the same thing with It's like judging. the cow got into an onion patch. Exactly, <laughs> that. So is it, it's similar to that then? The defect in this is bleach. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is similar to that because that was an FFA competition in the movie. So that's the same kind of thing. They actually do a little bit of meat judging in 4-H and FFA if okay. you're at a school that has it. Okay, that's I very interesting. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, I I guess you can get a scholarship for judging me. You know, that's kind of nuts. Pretty prestigious, I know. Is it basically just people that are going into being a butcher? No, not really. I would say the majority of kids that that end up in the meat industry aren't butchers. Um, like, I mean these these huge slaughter plants have two thousand employees, so they uh, Kyle they'll end up as like. Quality assurance people, managers, stuff like that. Pretty good jobs. Got some um, uh, dirty mind there, Kyle. You just can't stop laughing when he says meat. Meat industry. No, not that. I was looking at Kevin. He's, at drink He's trying to be so quiet. And it's ice, and then he I'm trying my seven up goes. I swear. He goes. Yeah. Last last episode, he had a glass glass. Now we're at the plastic. Yeah. I got a nice little felt got, or, uh, coaster, so it's quieter. Apparently, I was being too loud. He got coasters this week. Uh, <laughs> too too loud. Uh, you mentioned you went to Utah uh, for school. Utah life. Oh, Wyoming. Wyoming. Or, uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. I'm sorry. We'll get to Utah. Oh boy. <laughs> Wyoming is where you went to school. What's uh, what's Wyoming like? Uh, it's it's different than Michigan. I'd say that. I'd say that's uh, that's a sure thing. Windy. Okay. Um, it's cold, desolate. Okay. Sparsely populated. Okay. I don't know. Like the college town really wasn't that different than any other college town you've been to. Pretty even if even though that Wyoming is a highly right wing state, you'd still be in like a very liberal area. Okay. Or they're in close proximity to Colorado, which is like the most liberal of the areas. So they get a lot of overflow from those university that are too expensive for kids down there. They'll be like, let's go to Wyoming instead. Wyoming's really cheap, really good school. And uh, their their out-of-state tuition for me would have been still cheaper than Michigan State in-state here. So wow. I don't really know why I decided to go out there, but I feel like that may have been a contributing factor. 
just the how cheap it was. Yeah, that and I was drinking too much here. So yeah, I, well, <laughs> what were you doing out there? I was drinking less. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but a lot. But so. you were. I mean, I don't know this 100, percent but were you a butcher for the school? Yeah, so I. I uh, just applied for, like, I didn't have any dreams of being a butcher. That wasn't what my major was in or anything like that. But I just applied for every student job that they had open. And that was the only one that called me back. <laughs> mm. Really? Yeah. Wow. Nice. Look butterfly. at you now. The butterf- yeah, butterfly effect. Just think <laughs> if they had called you back for the bookstore, I'd be a librarian. I might be. I might be running Amazon right now, no, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll jump into a little bit of uh, your majoring or schooling. Uh, is it true that you accidentally graduated from MMCC? Yeah. How did you know that? You <laughs> once went to mid to sign up for classes only to find out you already graduated. Yeah. They uh, they didn't let me know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was actually... No, I, I had already signed well, up for classes okay. and I was taking... I had taken the first couple weeks if I remember right, and I went to meet with an advisor about applying for graduation or something like that. I can't remember what, but they uh, they said that I had already graduated. You just missed it. <laughs> well, actually, it wasn't even that I had already graduated. They said that I had like way more credits than I needed to to graduate, and uh, they were like, well, tell you what, we'll just backdate your graduation and say that you applied in, in November, and... Uh, as far as the school is concerned, you graduated in December. And I was like, okay, well, I already signed up for classes and paid for them. And they're like, okay, well, you're, pa- you're past the uh, drop ad period for a refund, but let's just backdate that too and say <laughs> that that you dropped them in, uh, over Christmas break. Sounds like you had a Hell yeah. great administrator there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Real uh, professional. Yeah. <laughs> by well, the book. Definitely. Definitely by the book. <laughs> um, you recently were getting over having COVID. What is your experience with, with COVID? Seems like everybody's kind of, kind of different. What was it like for you? Uh, so I took it upon myself to be like a human case study to see if you could consume enough alcohol to kill the virus inside mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest assured that that is not an effective treatment, but, no. uh, it's definitely the sickest I've ever been in my entire life. Oh, I did. Really? In hindsight, I'd wear my mask more if I knew it was going to be like that. I was like, everybody's, everybody else seems to be asymptomatic or really light symptoms, but me and my brother both got it, and that's probably the sickest both of us have ever been. Mm. And your roommate got it, and he was fine. And he was fine. He's not exactly the model of, of health, perfect health and fitness. <laughs> okay. Uh, of course. So what were the symptoms that you uh, had? Like, how did you feel? Like, was your head hurting? Was it your stomach? Yeah. So it started out, it started out, I just sort of felt like I had a sinus headache or something, uh, like just, you know, a lot of pressure and Mm -hmm. didn't like, like the feeling you get when a cold is coming on, it wasn't bad. Right. And, uh, this would have been like a a Thursday or something. And, you know, I think to myself like, oh, it's probably COVID because every little sniffle is COVID now. And, um, it just like the next two days got worse. And I think it was Saturday I was cleaning something in the plant and we sanitized with bleach. And I remember I couldn't smell the bleach and I was like, I think yeah. I probably actually have it. And I went and told my mom, she's like, no, you don't have it. You probably just have sinus infection. You can't smell with sinus infection either. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're probably right. And I went home and I was eating pickles and I couldn't taste pickles. And I'm like, you can't taste fucking pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass got COVID. Uh, 
That's all there is to it. So then so the next day, yourself, people that are listening, open a jar of pickles and take a bite. Smell for them. I never lost. Take a drink. I never lost taste or smell when I had it. It was the wildest thing, and I mean that contributed to me being able to drink mm-hmm. to excess. Oh yeah, because you could you could, it literally just tastes like water. Everything you could still feel the burn if you're drinking like straight whiskey, but you can't taste anything else. It's just like water. <laughs> Hot water. Just drinking hot water. Uh, that hot water. You know, you were probably the sickest you've ever felt because you were just drowning your immune system in whiskey. Yeah, it's possible. But we also, uh, we we accounted for that variable in our study because Gabe wasn't sick study. and was drinking the same amount. And he was still fine. I mean, he technically was sick. Just wasn't feeling it. Well, Ed, is that is that sick? No, it's hungover. What is it's sick? A virus. <laughs> no, he didn't even get hangovers. So maybe for mm. some people, COVID negates hangovers. Super COVID turns into a super superhero. I want COVID. <laughs> Anyways, though, uh, yeah. Besides that, so I lost my my taste and smell, and I never had a fever. I never had a cough or any of the respiratory problems. But it seemed like <sighs> it's the worst cough I ever had. It seemed like I was breathing normal, but wasn't getting any oxygen. So I like was constantly. Uh, <laughs> In a state of delirio, mm-hmm. we call it. Mm-hmm. Me and Gabe decided it's, mm-hmm. the symptom is called delirio. <sighs> delirio, okay. And uh, like you just confused all the time, tired, can't really, really weak, sore muscles. It was just miserable. And it got worse and worse every day. It sort of felt like you ever have like food poisoning or something like that. And you just like, you wish more than anything in the world that you could just die and be done with it. <laughs> I have not. And then the next, and then the next day, it's like miraculously better. You just kind of, yeah. you're kind of tired, but like that's it's over. But the next day would just be worse and worse. And it was like 14 days straight of that. And like technically, I could go back to work, but I still felt like dog's ass. And yeah. like, so we when I went back to work, we were slaughtering beef, as you do, and. uh we're like they they happen to be the most stubborn asshole group of beef that I've ever been around. So they didn't want to walk into the kill floor, and yeah. uh, they just they didn't had, want to go as you right. do. You guys know you guys know what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah. And they uh, so like what what you can do with beef is like you you twist their tail a little bit and push them, mm-hmm. and like they're like, oh yeah, I gotta walk. That's mm-hmm. kind of hurts a little bit. It's, yeah, it's kind of annoying. I'll walk forward. Well. You know, beef weighs like fifteen hundred pounds. So if they decide that they're gonna like just push back, they can push back. But like, I had absolutely no strength, so they'd come like pin me to the wall, and I just sit there just gasping for air for like ten <laughs> minutes while the beef has got me pressed against the wall. It was miserable. Like I couldn't even, I could barely take a leg off. Huh. You know, oh, man, I can't imagine not being able to do that. Yeah, it's pretty just hard. Lop off a leg. <laughs> and Ethan's still dealing with that. This has been. It's been probably four weeks now, and he still doesn't have any strength. Your brother. Yeah. That's crazy. Wear your masks, people. There you go. Wear your masks. Public, public service announcement from a guy who's never felt sicker. Wear your mask. <laughs> Wear your masks. Let's get these businesses open. And drowning yourself in alcohol doesn't, doesn't seem work. to work. I mean, we don't know for sure, though, because I could have been sick for 21 days, and maybe I was only sick yeah, for maybe 14. Maybe you would have been worse. A lot of variables. And it really was helping you. It just wasn't able to fight it off. We, we need more. We need more data. Okay. We'll see if we can work on that. Findings were inconclusive. So speaking of uh, drowning yourself in in alcohol, you used to <laughs> brew your own beer. 
back in the day. Yeah, we were we were on the forefront of that movement. <laughs> yeah, you were actually. How long ago was that? Well, we weren't 21 yet, so that would have been 2009 <laughs> uh, and 10, probably. 10. I think that was probably, probably true. Yeah. Yeah, I and remember. Just, like, and just because you weren't 21 doesn't mean the rest of us weren't. No, mm-hmm. even Willie wasn't, and he's old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, Kevin's a little older though. Yeah. yeah. Just a little. Well, older he, than Willie's a youngin. Willie's two days younger than you. Well, he's younger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, as far as brewing the beer, how was that experience for you? Is it something you might pick up again, or you're over it? Uh, you know, I enjoyed it a lot. I think we probably made a lot of really shitty beer, <laughs> but because we were 19, 20 years old, it was great, and it was beer that we didn't have to go find someone to buy for us. It was the best thing in the world. We picked one. <laughs> Willie's got this uh, this hunting camp. Over uh, over by in Macosta County, I think, and they've mm-hmm. got wild hops growing, and we picked a bunch of those from the he calls it like Beaver Pond area. So we made a Beaver Pond Pale Ale, or I think we called it or something like that, with wild hops. Mm-hmm. Like we were the original hipsters, man. Yeah, and you weren't That's just uh, beer. You tried wine. We did wine, and we did moonshine. Banana wine, I remember Dang. you having a uh, big old jug. Attempted, <laughs> attempted banana yeah. wine. In your in your closet, you go in there, and you just got a big jug of banana wine. Oh, An attempt at banana wine. I mean, it was alcoholic. I wouldn't, Was it really an attempt? It was successful. It was successfully alcoholic, yes. I mean, did, we, did it have to be good? <laughs> <laughs> if, I guess is that a prerequisite to making wine? Is that it has to be good to be a success? I'd say yes. To be alcoholic, you reach that point. I don't think any wine's good, so you have nailed you, it. Really? Have you ever had banana wine? No, we what found, made you want to do banana wine? <laughs> we found this website <laughs> that was like uh, <laughs> I, I want up at first. I want to say it was like uh, the guy's name was like Jack Keller winemaking.com or something like that. And this guy had recipes for every kind of wine you could ever imagine. And uh, we made, I mean, it wasn't just banana wine. We made like, uh, we made strawberry wine, watermelon wine. Uh, we made lilac wine. I think Ooh, I damn. do remember that. And it was like this, lilacs. it was beautiful Lilac. wine. Dang. It was beautifully floral. You're going to have to say it again <laughs> if you really want us to hear that, Kyle. I just said that lilacs are dank. <laughs> the wine was dank too, man. But, uh, you know, it still tastes like dog's ass. But mm-hmm. <laughs> in those days, I don't know if I knew what good wine was. Was it good wine? Maybe it was. Do you know what good wine is today? I mean, Not like it doesn't that. really taste good, but I know <laughs> if it's got a high price tag, you know. Actually, you said uh, you guys were the original hipsters. I actually had a listener question about how you... We're like the first guy that any of us knew that was drinking the microbrews. You uh, listen to the Americana music, and you always wear a Carhartt beanie. So what's your reaction to people saying that you are the modern day, the original modern day hipster? Well, I feel like that's that's unjust. <laughs> because You got you know, a Carhartt head on now. Yeah, but... I've always worn a Carhartt. Exactly. Like, that's what thing, the, that's what they're saying. Same thing with the flannels. Like you know, I've worn like the the styles go in waves, right? Mm-hmm. So I've just like I'm cool, and then I'm uncool, and then I'm cool again. And it's just the style. Your style the same, never changes, and, yeah, but right. Yeah. 
but you know, I wasn't, I wasn't one of the first people drinking micro brews by choice. It was more that Will was buying micro brews and then I had to drink them. Mm. I remember the first time I remember the first time I had an IPA was when uh, we were living at Lexington with all those guys and we weren't exactly in uh, micro brew, uh, Financial status, I guess you could say. Okay. And, more, like uh, key, more like Keystone. One of the one of the Harrison kids brought over a sixer of IPAs or something like that and left them in our refrigerator. What was that guy? Josh Vita? Oh yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I think he him. left them there. Yeah. And anyways, uh, I remember drinking them the next day or something like that because there was free booze in our refrigerator and i remember drinking it and thinking like this is not like something's wrong with this beer this is not how they intended for this to taste it was so bad that like i i think we poured it out and uh flash fast forward for like one year and then me and will are drinking them all the time trying to find the hoppiest ones trying to be the og hipsters see i'm fine with them but i can't do like extreme hoppy like it just it gets too much at, at a certain point where i can't do it I enjoy them. Yeah, you know, I I pretty much drink anything that's alcoholic. Okay. Like it doesn't nothing really bothers me that much. I don't like the really sweet stuff so much. Okay. Like I probably couldn't drink a twisted tea. How about a hop slam? Really? Yeah, those are good. Oh jeez. Those is are. There, is there a certain? That's why that they're like drink? twenty bucks for a six pack. There's a lot of liquors that I can't drink. But not because I don't you, like them. You, you don't look like a, a tequila type. Is it, do you like tequila? I don't. I don't really like any liquor, really. No. But you drink them. But I drink them. What about <laughs> <laughs> for the people that are just listening? He just looks out in the distance. Yep. Yeah, he had I like a thousand him. yard stare right there. Yeah. I drink. <laughs> a lot what of about, a uh, lot of life flashed past your eyes right there. <laughs> About a, lot of life. about a decade of it, really. <laughs> yeah. A lot of life he doesn't remember. <laughs> Kyle, I, don't know, I don't know any. I don't know anybody that, of our friends, or really anyone that likes gin. Oh, like I, gin? We, I drink a lot of gin. Me and Gabe mostly drink yeah, Gabe, gin on our. Quarantine. Yeah, a big gin drinker. I bet we spent probably five hundred dollars on gin over our quarantine period. <laughs> Dang. That's not really any, well. That and Campari. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. It's like no, beef eaters, sushi. right? See, now that we're living in a, a life of um extreme luxury as we are down there mm-hmm. on park mm-hmm. avenue we uh we drink a lot of cocktails <laughs> primarily oh, negronis if you've ever had a negroni Mm-mm. i feel like gabe's made me one before out at the cottage did you like it i don't remember you probably it didn't. was probably too late in the night to start a new drink but rest mm-hmm. in peace gabe's cottage we're probably never going back there uh, yeah, likely not. Bringing up his cottage. <laughs> yeah, what? What? Uh, what? <clears throat> Faber messaged me just before we got rolling here, and he wanted you to get into the story where he says he kicked your ass out there at the college or cottage, not college. Well, Faber at college. I mean, come on. Are we discussing the time where I almost drowned him in the lake? Is that the time where he where he? I know, me, your and, ass? me and Faber have been in many a fight. Many a fight. And uh, good way to put it, I guess. I've seen, Honestly, I've I think, seen several. I think Faber and everybody has been in many a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin, would you would you say you've been in many a fight with Faber? I've been in a couple. I could say that it took Faber like six years after high school to go a year without a black eye. And I don't know that he ever got one from anybody that wasn't a good friend of his. That's probably true. 
Yeah. <laughs> Love to have Faber on to confirm we're, yeah, that. Yeah, we're hoping to have um, Faber on in a, in a re- episode maybe not too far away. We'll, we'll work on that. Good. We'll work on that. Keep him sober, boys. It's got to be a midday. Yeah. <laughs> Keep uh, it PG. Listener question here I should have brought up um, when we were talking about you out, out west. Um, JD says, uh, have you ever been to Yellowstone? And if you have, your favorite part? Yeah, I've been to Yellowstone a lot of times. Um, honestly, I never really like went there. Most people, like 99% of the tourists that go to Yellowstone go to the same Old Faithful, uh, Mammoth Hot Springs, you know, the west thumb of the, of the Lake Yellowstone. And they don't ever really like go out on the long hikes and go camp in the mm-hmm. wilderness and stuff like that. And I've heard it's awesome. I've never done that either. I've mostly in Wyoming, like if you're living in Cody, Wyoming, eastern side of Yellowstone, and you want to go to Idaho, the uh, fastest way is to go through the park. So that's pretty much all the reasons I've been there. We're kind of just passing through. I've been there a couple times. Like my parents come out and we went to touristy things, like see a couple geysers. And uh, my dad touched a bison which is not what you're supposed to do. (laughs) (laughs) Not what you're supposed to do. Uh, uh, Something I wanted to bring up, when you were leaving to go to Wyoming, uh, see if I can read this good, that I had this sent to me. Um, Immediately when he left, I posted flyers all over campus with pull tabs with his phone number on it. It was an embarrassing picture of him wearing all pink, and it said, ladies wanted. <laughs> it went into a long, embarrass- embarrassing description about himself. He texted me right after he landed and it said, what did you do? <laughs> Your phone kept blowing up and it said you almost had to get a new number. You, can you elaborate any more on to that? Awesome. Yeah, so I actually have the picture on my phone if you really want to see it. Uh, uh, send it to us, yes. Um the one actually the one that I have says I party with Thad Rieger. And it was a picture me and uh me and my roommate Will went to this I think it was a pink party. And it was just a party where everybody has to wear pink. So we went to Goodwill and uh I'm a pretty I lack masculinity, you could say, so I fit into a lot of women's <laughs> clothing. And uh So I <laughs> don't say that when I'm taking a drink. <laughs> so I had some options, boys. So I, I think I had this awesome turtleneck sweater with a pink shirt over top of it, and I had a pink train conductor's hat. Wow! <laughs> and uh, we we go to this pink party, and I think I don't. We, I had a picture taken there or something like that. So Will took it, and he put it on the flyer with my phone number on the little pull tabs. And it was I wasn't moving to Wyoming. It was when I was visiting the school, so oh, I was out there visit. for a few days, and like. We, I think we drove, to be honest. And uh, no, I think maybe I flew. I can't remember. But either way, yeah, like I had like hundreds and hundreds of texts and phone calls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That's and then a few years later. What, what, what were these texts saying? Uh, well, it was mostly dudes <laughs> saying gay <laughs> shit, <laughs> which is all right because I know how to handle meat. But... Uh, then there was like a there was a handful of girls that like I don't know they apparently were way too into me because they like mm. they wouldn't leave me alone like the dudes thought it was funny to like yeah let's let's send a a gay text to this guy and it's like haha funny done but the girls were like what are you doing next weekend and <laughs> like, it's like I'm about to pull out my uh, pink turtleneck 
And uh, meet you at O'Kelly's. And then, anyways, a, a few years later, like you ever like Google your name? I have. Well, you guys may have more common names than Thaddeus Rieger, but <laughs> like, there's if you Google my name, there's not a lot that comes up. And, and there was like a like something from me as a little kid at Saint Cecilia Catholic School or something like that. Uh, on a roll in middle school, nothing very exciting. I didn't really have any. I don't really have any social media, so none of that comes up. But like, there was this girl's Tumblr page that Ooh. had like she had taken one of those flyers and like kept it <laughs> and uh, had a, like a, a little a little segment of her Tumblr page that was like she had a shrine. She I guess I was I was Rieger? enshrined by some. Raving lunatic on Tumblr. <laughs> someone you've awesome. get her on. Someone you've never met. We got to get her on because I, I'm a single man. You need answers. <laughs> I need answers, and this could be true love. We could do a wedding on this podcast. <laughs> uh, she sounds crazy. That's, Even better. Thad's into that. <laughs> Kyle, Kevin, do you have anything for Thad before I move on here? It depends on what you're going to move on to. Well, yeah, you can jump into something. Take it away, Kevin. Dad, what does the number 1016 mean to you? Better known as 1016. Yeah, that was our that was our address. Almost tattooed on my ass. I thought about that too. Yeah. But they wouldn't uh <laughs> they wouldn't tattoo it on drunk people, it turns out. Oh, you had to be drunk to do it? Well, actually, I think we rode the tandem bike to the tattoo parlor and it was closed <laughs> at two in the morning <laughs> no for some way. reason. No way. But then we went to, a, we were at the bar and we asked the guy who had, he had a lot of tattoos, so we thought him to be the foremost <laughs> expert on the subject. Mm-hmm. He said they wouldn't tattoo a drunk person. I didn't now, tell him we were drunk, but apparently is, he knew. Is it a good idea to ride a tandem bike to a tattoo parlor when you plan on getting a tattoo on your ass? Because you're going to mm. sit on that, that seat to ride back. Maybe a little sore? I mean, yeah. You don't have a lot of cushion back there. It's gonna be. It's either. <laughs> I was just gonna stand on the pegs. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we had a lot of good times in that basement. <laughs> Won't say the full address, but if you live at ten sixteen somewhere in Mount Pleasant, there's there's stuff that happened at your house you don't want to know about. People have pissed on your floor. <laughs> <laughs> Not only your floor. There's a bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a sock drawer gets a, a load of piss every once in a while, huh? Oh. Man, I don't know. Thinking back now, I don't know why I share so much of my life with people. You share so much, <laughs> there's a Facebook page on it. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll lead me to my next segment here, the things that Thad Rieger says. That might be the Facebook page I'm talking about. Now, there is plenty on that page, and I don't want to get into everything there and don't worry it's not a public page. some of the most embarrassing things of that page yeah. but i i kind of picked out a few and i'd like you to explain yourself through these if that's okay oh this is a fucking roast i knew it was <laughs> <laughs> these 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 ones are the ones that's not so bad it says uh as a rule of thumb never follow never follow a tall hairy man up a river i have no idea what the context of that was <laughs> No idea. I don't either. No. I was hoping you could. <laughs> I, I can't you could elaborate. I can't elaborate. I think it's probably a good rule, though. Yeah. <laughs> you were probably yeah. fishing with Will. 
Sasquatch. We could have been hunting dog man. That's true. Could have been Michigan yeah. dog oh, man. man. We yeah, had a dog man crew, dirt crew, dirt crew. Yeah, if you're not familiar with the Michigan dog man, it's like a Michigan Sasquatch, which is like a seven foot tall canine that walks on two legs. And it's terrifying. Uh, There's a song about it. He haunts the woods of northern Michigan. So we, me and uh, our good friends Dave and Will, formed the Dog Man International Reconnaissance Team. There you go, dirt. <laughs> the dirt crew. <laughs> the dirt crew. <laughs> Where we'd go on expeditions up to northern Michigan, and uh, we're mostly sober, as I recall, and we'd we'd search for, you know, we took it pretty serious, and we'd search for dog man, found some snapping turtles, <laughs> some mayflies. So <laughs> you got real close to finding them. Then. A serious amount of mayflies. It was disturbing. We were sleeping on. We we went to this lake. What was it called? Sand Lake or something yeah. like that. And. It was just this shitty pothole on of a lake. State land or on something. state land. And uh, we carried this like 300 pound cooler, like a half a mile to get down to the beach. And uh, we get down there. We don't have a tent or anything. We just laid out a tarp. What? And yep. slept on top of the For like five of us to sleep on. <laughs> and uh, like they had you a. You were big... in this, Kevin? Yep. And there was, uh, there was this big mayfly hatch. And apparently, <laughs> it just rained mayflies and <laughs> snapping turtles all night. <laughs> and Hacker was terrified of the mayflies touching him. Uh, and then we found this snapping turtle. They like they bury themselves in the sand right at the edge of the lake, and they kind oh, so fuck. they can so they can stick their heads up and breathe and mm-hmm. suck it back down or whatever. So we hunted one up and decided to, decided to eat it. Oh my, that's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> We were we were fixing to we were trying to figure out how to open it how to dress this. It's like trying to figure out it's like it's like Tom Hanks trying to open up a, a coconut and cast away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. And uh anyways we flipped it over and it had all these leeches on its ass. <laughs> and it grossed us out so much that we didn't want to eat the turtle anymore. <laughs> oh Next one I have here. <laughs> Moving yeah, right along. Before. That's great. <laughs> Next one I have here. Uh, I'll bend over, and you can stick mm. a ghost pepper up my ass. That's how much I love hot food. <laughs> oh, what, what more do you need? <laughs> I mean, what were you eating? Ghost peppers. Do you know anything about what was going on around that time? <laughs> uh, likely, likely something spicy. I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes this stuff just flies out of your mouth without you even knowing you did it. Well, usually alcohol was a contributing factor to a lot of what I said. So, yeah. I, like, a lot of it's lost in the ether. <laughs> okay. He was pretty drunk from 09 to 12. Well, <laughs> it's a big bender. I think, I think this is one that even drunk you shouldn't have said. Oh. I think Carrot Top is kind of funny. Okay, well, in my defense, Carrot Top is kind of funny. <laughs> is he? Well, yeah. I mean, he was definitely funny before he got all jacked and then was kind of just like a scary ginger. But, <laughs> okay. I mean, prop comedy is stupid comedy on paper. But, like, in practice, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> I can feel the judgment. <laughs> I don't need to explain myself. Fuck you guys. Okay. I like to laugh. Yeah. Uh, another one here. Uh, bitches be slipping. Gotta yeah. remember that. I do remember that. Okay, good. Explain well, that one. I think we're all there for that one. And uh, I think we were at some, uh, was it a frat party? 
We were at a, a house party. That's Somewhere sure. down on like Main Street in Mount Pleasant. And uh, <laughs> it was wintertime. As I recall, I was trying to sell acid to everybody at the party. <laughs> did, you, and, uh, did you have acid or are <laughs> no, you just I trying had, to sell it? No, I had a box of sugar cubes for some reason or other. <laughs> oh, I think Cruzy probably gave you those. <laughs> and uh, I told all the kids at the house party that I had dropped acid onto the sugar cubes. And uh, wow. <laughs> I sold a bunch of them to these guys. <laughs> And they, <laughs> I didn't know this part of the story. I didn't know this part either. <laughs> Me either. And uh, here he goes telling himself again. Let's go. So, I mean, is it illegal to sell sugar to kids? <laughs> no, not that I know of. Yeah. No, it's yeah. anyway, especially when you're 19. So, yeah. I think <clears throat> it was winter. So, yes, you're right there. Everybody, uh, everybody at that party thought they were on acid. That's all I'm saying because I sold a lot of acid. <laughs> you just sat back and were like, you idiots. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, these two guys, like, after, like, an hour or something, came up to me and wanted to fight. They're like, that wasn't fucking acid. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> you two are the smartest at this party. I've, I've never I gotta seen you go. before in my life. So, anyways, you know, we, uh, I think we were walking outside. Was Chris there, too? Uh, the party was getting busted. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. I know that. And we were all being told to get out of the house. So, we did. And we were out the back door. As we're standing in the backyard, people were coming out, girls wearing high heels, whatever. That's what you wear at a house party. In the winter. In the winter. And as they walked out the door, they slipped. And classic Thad had to say something. Bitches be slipping. Just yelled it. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't like just one. It was like multiple people. Yeah. Multiple. That's why we just stayed there. Because they just kept slipping out the door. (laughs) (laughs) How does that story end, Kyle? I remember we were trying to leave there, and you had to run back in the house. Oh, is, that, is that the same one with my driving gloves? That is correct. <laughs> had the yeah. cop right there in the house, and you're running into the house instead of out yeah, of the yeah, house. Yeah, so I go back, and I don't know what the fuck. I, I, left, I, got, I bought, like, brand new, like, Nike gloves or something, and I bought them from, like, Dick's Sporting Goods, and they're, like, 25 bucks. I'm like, I ain't leaving here, because if I know if I leave, I ain't getting these fuckers back. So I'm going back in. And it's like, party shut down, go. I'm like, I wasn't drinking. And clearly I was drinking. We had all jungle juice and all this other shit. And I'm like, I need to get my driving gloves. He's like, excuse me? I'm like, my driving gloves. I'm I'm the DD, and I left them over here on the counter. He's like, grab your gloves and get the hell out of here. <laughs> if, if you're running in and you tell a cop I'm getting my driving gloves, he knows you're not drunk. Yeah. Right. It's Certainly. a good play. It's a good play, especially when you're 20 years old and wearing driving gloves. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> he should have known something was up, though, because that's odd. Yeah, it really is. I think it was that part of my life where I was kind of driving the. Is that when I drove the Phil, white Philpla. Grand Marquis? Oh, Philpla. Yeah, I had uh, I had the old Philpla. It looked like a, a cop car as it was. So I think we're just told me so. Probably had a chief's hat on. They felt sorry for you. At that time. Yeah, I was just as good as the Lions. <laughs> no. My last one on the list for you, Kevin, you're involved in this. As usual. Yeah. Kevin, I am not laying ass to dick naked with you. It's not happening. I don't care how hot we are. <laughs> what was going on? Uh, that could have been any night, really. Yeah, <laughs> really. How long? So in 2010, I think it was... He was living at 1016 with Will, 
and I was laid off for most of the year and I just stayed in the basement and dad worked back here in Claire. So he had like a 20 minute drive to work every day and he would get drunk with me in the basement till three o'clock in the morning and get up at six and be to work at seven every single night get home by five and just start drinking again and i was like holy shit and i'm just sleeping in his basement and drinking if i remember right like every single day we because we we were like literally across the road from uh oh i can't remember the name of the liquor store where it's at if that's cool it was a liquor store it was a A liquor liquor store store. i don't remember the name of it it's not the same name now anyways but uh okay uh, anyways, so we'd walk over there and we'd get a flat of tall boys. <laughs> That'd be 15 a tall flat? boys. Yeah. Oh my. And, uh, like the 24 ounces and, mm-hmm. and we would drink all of those and usually some whiskey every single night. <laughs> and Will would come downstairs periodically because he was the responsible one. I had just failed Will's- out of central and, uh, <laughs> Will's a doctor now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two. Two of our good friends went on to be doctors. Two of us ended up making podcasts in a basement. <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. What? Anyways, we, uh, like, Will would, he would wake up at, like, five in the morning to start studying for the MCAT and stuff like that, and we'd oftentimes still be drinking. <laughs> and he'd come downstairs, oh. and we'd have, like, the wizard staffs where you where you duct tape oh, yeah. the, oh, yeah. the fresh beer to the empty can. Mm-hmm. And we'd be down there with, like, a... Like a seven tall boy <laughs> laying, long, on the, <laughs> laying on the floor trying to drink him. Another time he came downstairs and we were like, we'd broken this chair, a wooden chair, and we were like beating each other with planks of wood because we got in an argument over who was better between Alan Jackson and Garth Brooks, I think. Oh. Yeah. Because we both Cause agreed. George Strait's number one. We both agreed George Strait was the number one country singer of all time. We couldn't decide on the okay. order of two and three. <laughs> Okay. So, what was your stance on that? Oh, I'm Garth Brooks all the way. Alan. And you're Alan. And it's still to this day you guys have this feud. Yeah. Well, I think I might, after some of Garth's newest albums. <laughs> if he'd have just stopped. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd have a better argument before people loving people. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Good times. God. So I think it's fair now to say that uh, you're not much of a golfer. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't say that. No? <laughs> well, then let's get into your golf game. Okay, well, let me start out by asking you guys. Get into it. What is a handicap? Kyle, would you like to explain? So a handicap is the par of the golf course is 72. So if you shoot an 80... 80 minus 72, you're an eight handicap. So you, you need eight more strokes to be at even par. So how is so it? When you, so when you do that, but, but then your handicap is weighted, so you really only get like 80% of your handicap. So if you're an eight, you get 80%, I think you get like, what, six, five, six or we'll seven. We'll try to make the numbers easier. Let's say he shot an 82. <laughs> there we go. There you go. So probably, So he probably shoot like... On average, you have to shoot 80 to hit your handicap. Yeah. Okay, so is it, it's like an average <laughs> thing? So yeah, like basically. You're, so yeah. your average minus 72 minus is par. handicap. Yeah, minus you, what par is. If you only golf once, it's a pretty good average. Okay, so like uh, 
it seems like there's an honor system to saying what your <laughs> handicap is. There definitely is. So like you could just what do you, do you want a low handicap? No. Depends. Not necessarily. Depends. If we're going for no. money, I want my handicap to be as high as I can talk somebody into me, giving me. Me too. Uh, yeah. You and I do not want low handicaps. <laughs> okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the higher your handicap, the more strokes you get. Because mm-hmm. it's what you are over par. Gotcha. gotcha. At the average of what you shoot over par. All right, so like so at, that's in, that. Kentucky, in Kentucky, um, my handicap's, I think, uh, six or seven. Um but when I was in Florida, my handicap was a three. It just doubled just because we were drinking and staying up until God knows when. And well, we earned them. Uh, you earned those handicaps. Yeah, we definitely earned them. Because so we live by the average of what we've played down there. So and do we you normally play a lot worse there? So do you do you carry a handicap for every course that you've played at, or do you just have like a my lifetime handicap over the last five years is this? I so we do that. Well, it's just depending on. I mean, for our golf tournament, um, for three years, I think it's after your third year, you get full handicap. And then with that, um, they take out the high and they take out the low and they average those scores out. And that's what your handicap is. Gotcha. See, I always wondered that, but I didn't never care enough to Google it. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I'm on today, boys. I learned some education. We're, We're constantly helping you learn. We're all learning. Yeah, pretty much. There's meat judging. Didn't know that. Yeah, we're all learning there. So, do you have any more questions for us? No, I mean, I, I just wanted to say that I'm, uh, you know, I'm a, I am a tournament golfer. Believe it or not, I have competed in the Mid Michigan Masters. Well, I yes, yes, <laughs> you have, you have, and will you compete again when we have it next year? Yeah, formal invitation. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be around. Okay, because you're invited. <laughs> all right, and it'd be great on. to have your appearance. Yeah, last time, yeah. last time, uh, it was evident that we weren't going to be the uh, winning team, so we were going to be the drunkest team. Mm-hmm. I think it was me and Faber and Wyman. <laughs> oh man, what <laughs> what year was it that you went? What was our address that year? And I I can't really remember like it because the was it the redneck year, the old golf attire year. We wouldn't have even invited that if it wasn't the redneck year. Yeah, probably true. Yeah. Feel like that's an insult. <laughs> it's a compliment. Yeah. Well, your, I was. I was your living flannel. At Will's. Your flannel was in style that year. Yeah, it was that's like true. Thad, just come as yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there is there any story that goes along with Kevin? You're, you're laughing. Well, is there any story that goes along with you going to the Mid Michigan Masters? Yeah. Well, for starters, I had the longest drive with the putter. And it went into what? the woods, it... and it went into the woods, and I couldn't find it, and it didn't count, and I thought that was bullshit. So I haven't competed <laughs> ever since. Mm. <laughs> we'll have to uh, get with Andrew about this one. Oh, I don't really remember it. I think I do remember the hole now. Now that I'm remembering a few more things, and I've talked to other people that oh. said yes, that definitely happened. On the right side there, it kind of cuts off that little strip of woods that we were saying you hit into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. That's like, like, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I think I do remember that hole. So Yeah, it's right after the uh, part three. Champion dispute on this of who oh, actually won. I smoked won. it. I smoked it. I'm telling you. Okay. Who won? Well, Zappi said he did. We're, we're gonna have a, oh, he did? We're gonna Andrew Zappi said he yeah. did. We're going to have to have a putter showdown between Thad and, and Andrew. Okay. 
So is there anything else that went along? Maybe after. <laughs> yeah. So afterwards, I think I was freshly 21. So this would have been maybe 2011. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're probably true on that one. Yeah. And uh, and uh, afterwards, we we went back to Mount Pleasant to Yo, Will's house. Yo, 1016. 1016. And Getting the mic a little more. Crazy shit happens. Sorry. Had a burp coming on. <clears throat> okay. Anyways, we uh, went back down there. And as I remember, right, like we had drank like between me, Faber, and Wyman, like two 30 racks during that. I think after the day. first nine, you guys went for another 30. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, Went back to our place, and I think then I drank a like a pint of gin, or something like that. That's gonna end um, well. And then, uh, you know, gin's fad, not a fad and liquor never ends well. Rarely, fad <laughs> and gin usually ends violent. <laughs> this case was no exception. And uh, <laughs> and really, I don't remember a lot of it, but I do remember them trying to put me to bed. And if you've ever been around belligerently drunk people ever been around faber for instance you can't put belligerent people to bed you know they got to go to bed on their own yeah on their own terms and uh i don't think we were trying to put you to bed it's just that we know when you drink liquor you get lost yeah you were trying to keep me from and wandering you off were, you wanted to leave <laughs> right well you were trying to put me to bed to keep me from disappearing and having fun times with cool people <laughs> as but, you usually did but anyways, you guys threw me into my room, and I think I collapsed on the floor or something like that and just laid there on my belly, contemplating life. And uh, <laughs> sometime later, Kevin comes back in to like check on me, make sure I didn't sneak out the window or something like that. And this is the last thing I really remember. Was uh, Well, was this how that went down? Or am I, am I missing something? I don't it remember when the knife right. came into it, but... What I do remember, <laughs> spoiler, <laughs> knife's coming into it. What I do remember is jumping up and yelling to Kevin, you're done, son. Yes, you did yell that. And I just started swinging at him. And I'm, I'm just whipping inside punches at him, and he's unfazed. And I think, he's, <laughs> I think he just like cocks back and just lands a meat hook right to my face and knocks me out cold. And really? uh, was that post- Knife incident? Yes. So I don't really remember how we de-escalated that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, Jensen was the only other witness. There was there was a Bear Grylls knife involved. It's like a Bowie knife, kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Big-ass knife. Uh, yeah. At some point, it was put up against skin. Yeah, I had it up against Kevin's throat. And, <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, there was some concerns amongst the other parties uh, that Steven was concerned. I wasn't worried. Kevin wasn't concerned, but I mean, I don't really know how it was just a Saturday night. Yeah, I mean we'd we'd been in some skirmishes. <laughs> and uh <laughs> You yeah. wanna get golf related, he beat my ass with a pitching wedge one time. <laughs> oh yeah, that was <laughs> How'd you get your hands on a pitching wedge? And a pool cue. <laughs> In the same fight? <laughs> nope. <laughs> These are all different fights. <laughs> so anyways, he knocked me out cold, somehow related to that knifing incident. Okay. And uh, and I, I remember Jensen had video of it or something like that, of Kevin's just cradling me in his arms like a baby, and I'm knocked out cold. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's trying to rinse my face under the, the water faucet in the bathroom because I'm bleeding everywhere. <laughs> he's just like trying to wash my face off. And I wake up the next day, I got really no recollection of what happened. Half my head swelled up. 
like I got like one eye swelled shut and like my whole cheeks all swelled up. And I go home and my mom's like, oh my God, what did you do to deserve that? <laughs> and it wasn't even like a question of whether yeah. I was unjustly. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay? And I was, was like, what'd you do now? Kind of thing. And I was like, well, I tried to kill Kevin. I, was, I lost. <laughs> As you do. Any questions from either one of you guys? Um, do I want to get into the lighting of the candles, the moose? What's that called? The more menorah? More menorah. The more menorah. I forgot oh about gosh, that. So did I. I think I still have that in the storage unit. What? I'm kidding. Bring it's, it out. It's, you, it, what is it? The, la- the second to last Saturday of September. September. How did yep. we come up with that day? I think <laughs> that's, that's when we initially had it. <laughs> I didn't... Uh, didn't, uh, no, I don't think I was there for that for the for the initial one. I came like the year after or something, and you guys actually made it a thing for I think maybe a couple of years or something. Mm-hmm. That's that's um, true. So how did it? Jensen go got down? his Jensen it... got his hands on one. Um, and then I don't remember exactly how he got it on one on the more menorah on the moose the moose well, where yeah I don't know where that originated. Who's... I think Jensen got his hands on it. And he he took it from somewhere, and that's how it became yeah. in our possession. Because so it was a moose with every tine of its antlers was a candle, so it looked mm-hmm. kind of like a menorah, a candle holder, a candle holder. Yeah, and, and Jensen was Mormon, so we called it the Mormonora. <laughs> Correct. And we celebrated that day, Tarunkas, <laughs> third Saturday of September. Yeah, the second to last Saturday. Get some candles. <laughs> Yeah, so we had candles. We'd light them up. It was and, one of the most epic nights. And of I think just good buddies. Didn't we yeah. have to blow a candle out every hour? I think after the first hour, uh, you blow a candle out. The second hour, maybe we lit one after every hour. I can't remember how it went. They either we had to light or blow one out. Had, you had to light one, and you just had to. It was just a seven-hour party, really. It's a good time. That picture has to get posted. That's like one of the most epic pictures of, of all of us <laughs> around it. Yeah, that in was the, like the, the only basement. night that I can ever remember. All. Of us guys being around and nobody getting in a fight. <laughs> yeah. Did, didn't you guys have a ball washer down there in your basement? Yes. You had a golf did? ball washer. Yeah, we did. I don't remember that. It was for it was for, it was for uh, beer pong balls. <laughs> oh, nice. That's great. genius. Where'd That's you steal that? See, avid golfer. Here we go. See, yeah, avid golfer. We should we should sell those things now. A beer pong washer. Yeah. Oh, for okay. COVID. COVID parties. Yeah, okay. yeah, there you go. Cooler golf. There's an idea for you. There you go, Greg. A <laughs> ping pong ball washer. This past weekend, you went to Utah. Is there any part of that trip that's acceptable to talk about? Um, the plane ride there, maybe. I slept. <laughs> <laughs> so every bit of that we don't need to get into. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I probably better not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. It was pretty wild. That's, that's what I've been told of it. We'll call it a business trip. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was a business trip. You put that on a company card. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. I did. Do you have any questions for us other than this handicap question you had? About golf or about anything? Anything. Anything. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen you guys in a while. How you been? Kyle, what are you doing anymore? 
And you'd have I'm to listen to the fighting. podcast. Yeah. You'd know a lot more talking, about us. Well, I'm sorry. Talking. I guess I won't be redundant then. <laughs> Put on your headphones and cut meat. Do you, do you actually like, do you have, do you listen to music or anything when you do that or you can't? Or how does that work? Oh yeah, we, you gotta have music going. There's no more depressing place than a, a slaughterhouse kill floor <laughs> with no music. <laughs> what, what What's the what, best music what, what's for the a appropriate, kill floor? Yeah. What's the yeah, best? Death metal. Music? Yeah, you know, like death metal seems like it would be the one, and we do listen to that quite a bit, but like it's kind of comical sometimes. Like, you ever think these musicians, when they make like, uh, you Justin know, Bieber like, uh, making a song in California and you're just like in a butcher shop? Let's say like Funky Town is playing. Like, okay. they, they ever, uh, if that guy ever thought some guy slaughtering a beef was going to be like, the last song <laughs> that cow heard. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, you listen to like some some really upbeat stuff at the same time. You almost got to. So you, you would sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, is, is Wagyu a real thing? Like, is that like, come on. Is that actually that much better? Wagyu beef? Yeah. I mean, if it's, if that's what you're into, I guess. I Have you ever had it? I think so. Well, then maybe you haven't ever I don't had know exactly it. <laughs> what it is. Well, it's like Kobe beef. You know Kobe beef? Yep. Wagyu's like the breed of animal. So okay. Kobe beef has come from that region in Japan, I think, is my understanding of it. But it's like that breed. So it's like if you had an Angus cow that was in a certain area, they call it one thing, but it's still an Angus cow. You know what I mean? No, those cows get treated better or something, the Kobe beef? Yeah, I think that's sort of a, that's like a a misconception. Like, I don't think there's really that many of them that are fed beer and are like massaged and this and that. I think it's, that breed is genetically predisposed to have like a obscene amount of marbling inside the muscle. And, you know, as long as it's got a good feeding program, you're going to see that happen. But Wagyu beef is like the American version of it. And, you know, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, uh, like an Angus cow that was crossed with the Wagyu beef that they still call it Wagyu because they get a huge premium for it. And I don't think that's mm. that much better. You see that? That's the kind of stuff you see at a grocery store a lot of times. But if you were to go to like a high-end steakhouse that you go pay $300 for a steak, yeah, it probably mm. is that good. I've yeah, never bought one like, personally, but. Mine was at like, I think it was like 110 or or $100 for this filet we had. It uh, It was right after our like member-member um, tournament down in Naples. <clears throat> And the members are like, we can each give you guys like 200 bucks or the, the, our head pro is like, we can each give you, you know, your bonus, like 200 bucks per staff member here in the pro shop. It's like, or we can go out to eat at the best steakhouse in Naples. I'm like, all right, let's do that. So one year we did that and I got that. I don't know exactly what cut it was, but it was so fucking good. Merlot. Gotta get that. It's probably that yeah, sweet Merlot, Merlot bro. A Merlot it's, wine. It's the heel. Gotta eat the heel. Yeah. The heel. So, yeah, is uh, <clears throat> you you're the owner of the cut, right? The cut custom processing. Cut custom processing <laughs> LLC. Okay. Yeah. Um, gotta specify that it's <laughs> the cut meat shop. Dealing with meat, you can only operate certain hours, right? Um, under federal inspection without paying them overtime. So, okay. like, they give you eight hours a day of inspection to where you can put, like, the USDA stamp on it. 
And if you go past it, you have to pay them. It's like $90 an hour overtime or something like that. So is being a, is being the business owner everything you thought it would be? Because you seem to work at like five in the morning till wee hours of the night. I mean, doing paperwork and what have you. Well, for the, the rest of my growing. life, for the rest of my life, I was a farmer, so it really wasn't that much different. <laughs> That's true. Right. Well, but I guess now it's like, is it what you expected? It's a lot more expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say that, but yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't really feel like you're going to work so much. I don't feel like I have to go to work for somebody. <clears throat> right. It's a lot better. It's a lot better owning a business, and you're like. You're working for your employees instead of working for an employer, if that makes sense. It does. Like you're uh, you're doing this so you can employ. I've got six employees, rather than like I'm just some dude making another dude money. You know, right. like I need to make money so that these people have money, right. rather than like I don't know. It feels better to me, anyways. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say I'm making a difference, but. I don't know. Like you're making a difference in, you know, six other people's lives, being able to give them. I, I don't believe all business owners securities. have that outlook on the situation. So right. Oh, well, don't get me wrong. I wanna, I wanna get rich in bankers right. too, but right. we're not, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we haven't yeah. reached that point. Which brings me <clears throat> to the things Thad Rieger says Facebook page. There was one on there that said. If I made eighty thousand oh, dollars a year, I would buy an eighty thousand dollar hooker <laughs> one time a year. year. Yeah, <laughs> you would buy what an eighty thousand dollar what hooker, hooker once, once a, a year. year. <laughs> Imagine how good that would be, though. <laughs> Do you still feel that way? Well, <laughs> I don't get back. He's, to he's never made close to eighty thousand dollars. Get a back year, to so. me in a couple of years, and I'll let you know. Okay, so <laughs> she you... was only worth forty. Boys, don't do it. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> so you taught yourself to play guitar. How was that? I wouldn't say I taught myself. No. I'd say YouTube? uh YouTube, Marty Schwartz. Okay. If you've ever if you ever YouTube watched, University. Yeah, YouTube University. Yeah, you know, I think well partly uh I believe the first song I ever learned was uh What It's Like by Everlast. Okay. And uh, it's kind of got a cool acoustic intro. And the way that I learned it was I would sit in the living room at uh, our friend's place in uh, Chip Village. And if I got the song wrong, Gabe would shoot me with an airsoft gun mm. until I got it mm. right. No. It's like negative reinforcement, isn't that what they call yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Now, your guitar is here. It is. Are you sure you didn't want to play something? You brought it all the way here. Well, it's fourteen second drive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll have the outro. Okay. We'll okay. we'll work on that. Okay. I would really have preferred you. Don't make promises. That you can't play keep. us a song, but uh, okay, okay. How many guitars do you have? Oh God, I don't even know anymore. It might be like twelve or something like that. 12. What was Holy what was your first guitar? Reba? <clears throat> Reba was my first guitar. I bought it at, at B's Music Shop for 150 bucks, brand new. My so my roommate decided it was named Reba even though I didn't want it to be named Reba. And then like <laughs> ever since then 
Riva like, two, Riva three. I uh, I just let a friend name every one of my guitars, and uh, the first name they come up with is what it is, no matter what. Even if they're like, they come up with some really stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what the name is. They're like, no, that's not what the name is. I'm like, that's what the name is. So which one did you bring with you today? That's a lot of that's a lot of pressure. I don't think anybody's named that one. It's my newest guitar. Mm. Do one of you guys want to name it? Oh boy, I think out of all three of us, it would go to Kevin if he's gonna name the guitar. Can we see it before we name yeah. it? Yeah. Can we you see it? Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Ooh, this is going to be That's a lot of pressure, Kevin. Uh, we'll see what it looks like. Does it look like a this? Does it look like a that? I don't want to say a name right now because he might just pick it. So I'm just looking you. around the room like uh, prior media. Don't throw my name in the name of this thing. <laughs> Life over park. I don't need him to be playing Clear with something with my name masters. on it. Call it the master. Mm-hmm. Canon? It can't. AT&T. AT&T. <laughs> Looking at my Justin, Justin Abdelkader. Abdelkader bobblehead. Uh, Ooh. What is that? Spalted maple? Heck no. Oh, that's not. a good. Wow. You did say, you just did say maple. That's beautiful. Make sure you get into the mic here, Thad. We need to hear you. I can. You did say you did say maple. Well, well. Here's the thing. He he brought a capo down with him, like like he is gonna play. Well, I thought maybe you needed to see like this little uh, Paisley capo as a, you know, because I got the uh, the country western she guitar got the strap. TR. Oh man, strap your for your initials. On. That's nice. It's the real deal. Custom made. It's the real deal. Is, is there any uh, any names that's coming to mind here, Kev? Mm. Careful. Maybe he mm. needs to play a little bit, and it'll it'll Are stir you sure up you a little bit. Do this. I'm thinking Bud Light Platinum right now. <laughs> you want you want this guitar to be named Bud Light Platinum? No, Platinum. I don't. Maybe that's just, what everybody says when they come up with a name, and then it sticks. Maybe just Platinum. I've know. had favorite name guitars. Yeah, how'd that how'd that work out? I think he named it Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare. Ugh. Were you that bad? I think he was really into Avenged Sevenfold at that point. <laughs> I think he probably still is. So is it is it platinum? No. No. I was it's actually thinking midnight. Did you come up with that because I just said nightmare? No. I was thinking of that before because Midnight in Montgomery because Alan Jackson's the second best country artist of all time. Ooh, I'm hearing notes. Ooh, she's out of tune. <laughs> you didn't even fucking tune it before you brought it over? Well, it's in a different tuning. I was okay. going to play Midnight in Montgomery. Well, well, here, let's let's do <laughs> this. You guys are trying to trick me into playing. I, not, I don't appreciate this. <laughs> we sucked you in. Sound like you got to sing. What's it, what's it sound like? Sounds like a guitar. Sounds like Midnight. Kyle says it sounds like Midnight. I can remember how to play it. Is it Midnight in Montgomery? It's not.
He's trying to trick me into singing it. I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> That's a good song. It was very nice. That's House Fire. That was very nice. That was uh, Tyler Childers. Yep. You knew nice. it. And you didn't come one. in with it. I knew it. I don't know the words. I know I've heard this song. What is it? A Tyler Childers song, Housefire. <laughs> look it up. If you don't know it, everybody look it up. It's great. Great song. Now do the midnight one. What's the midnight? Like Kevin was talking about. I actually don't know if I know that song. It'd take me a minute to figure it out. But. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't have anything more for us other than a stat, and then maybe you can play us out. All right. So here, here's my one little fun uh, stat for you. It's a sports-related one. Trinity College. Anybody heard of it? Heard You've of heard it. of Trinity College? Well, Trinity College holds a record of the longest winning streak of any collegiate sport. They did not lose a game from 1999 to 2012. Men's squash did not lose. I believe it was like 200 and 52 straight matches they won. They won the national championship every year but three since 1999. In those three years, they got second. It's the most dominant sport or school in a a single sport in collegiate history. Mm. I've never watched squash. Squash. What is squash? What is squash? Squatch. Squatch. You have to look it up. In. It's squash. Squash. Squatch. Squash. But uh, yeah. So like Quidditch. That's my that's my story for you. You ever on Jeopardy and they bring it up. It's uh, played with a a racket and uh, a ball, like a kind of a squishy ball, kind of like uh, I'd say like racquetball kind of is, but it's a little different. It's very similar, I believe. I haven't ever watched it, but I believe I have, that's kind of how it is. I have no idea. What that is. They should have that on. They don't have it on TV, but you have Cornhole. The Ocho. Yeah. Yeah, they'll have it on there. So, Thad, um, thank you for for coming on. It was about three weeks in the making, uh, but we made it work. Uh, Kyle, thank you for uh, videoing in again. Kevin? Yeah. Thanks for being here. Have fun. Anytime. Um, How do we we get a hold of the cut here? How do we come to you for some business? Plug yourself here. Well, I got a uh, got a website, thecutprocessing.com. You can, uh, well, I guess you can also uh, just stop by the shop anytime. Where's it at? We're down in Rosebush, Michigan, at the the site of Graham's Organics, where they used to be at. I'm renting okay. that facility from them. Okay. Um, other than that, find all my information on the website. All right. Well, thank Great. you, everybody, for uh, for listening in. That is episode twenty. That, if you will, 